Welcome back to After Practice, four youth fencers gather together after practice <laughs> to discuss their favorite and latest obsessions. I'm Melissa. I'm Regan. I'm Erica. And I'm Santiago. And this week, we have a special guest. Do you huh. mind introducing yourself? Hi, I'm Daniel. I am a saber fencer. How's it going? <laughs> hey, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to the pod. So we brought in Daniel because this week we'll be talking about occult <laughs> sciences. Yes. Yeah, so Daniel is our resident expert on the subject. Uh, Daniel, do you want to tell us a little bit more about how you got into the occult sciences or a little bit more about your expertise? So expert is a very strong word. I consider myself an amateur at best. I've always liked the theme of occult sciences, I guess. I always liked tarot cards and tarot card reading and stuff. I always thought it was really interesting to be able to like predict the future. And I also liked just the general art that's on the tarot cards and stuff. So I decided, hey, what would be a cool party trick? I should learn how to read tarot cards. That's really cool. Yeah, we were in New Orleans last weekend. How was that experience with getting your fortune told? It was a lot of fun. The woman who did it was a lot better than I am, but she uh, she read all the cards and I recognized the ones that I got and they, what's the right word, corroborated with what I understood of the oh, cards. So cool. Getting fencing practice and tarot, tarot practice. Anyway, so I thought it'd be a cool way to start if we kind of read out our horoscope for the day. So let's start with Santi. What's your sign? I'm an Aquarius. <laughs> Why do you sound so doubtful? Because I don't know how to pronounce, how to say the word correct. Okay. Age of Aquarius. So it says that at the end of the day, you're the one who has to look in the mirror and know who you are. Think about this the next time you're tempted to make a rude comment or spread a displeasing fact about someone else. One side of you may be able to rationalize behavior that the other side simply despises. Today, look at both of both sides of yourself, not just the one that please you. Uh, I guess it's a good thing I don't say that many rude comments. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine Santi, like, yeah, Santi's like too slandering. Wholesome. He's a, what is it, neutral good? <laughs> neutral good, exactly. Um, What's your sign, Melissa? I am Taurus. Um, it says, powerful issues arise in your life that make it difficult to find peace. Perhaps your first tendency is to confide in your partner. More than likely, this person is contributing to the difficulties that you're now having. Your best bet is to spend some time alone. If you're already alone, so much the better. Cherish this time instead of letting it make you mad. Oh Damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's like coming yeah. for everyone's throats today. Um, what's your sign, Regan? Aries. Aries, okay. Will you go out with me? Be careful if a person says yes when you ask that question today. <laughs> you could take the nature of the situation to the extreme. Saying yes doesn't mean you're suddenly in charge of his or her life, nor are you responsible for anything that person does or how they feel. If you're still asking the question without getting any positive responses, don't worry. Keep trying. That literally doesn't apply <laughs> to my life. I have not experienced it. Who are you asking out, Reagan? I don't know. What's your sign, Daniel? Uh, is Capricorn the fish goat? Uh, it is, I believe. Yes. Okay. It's something with the goat. Yeah, Capricorn. Then. Okay. So, your creative juices are flowing freely, but there appears to be a roadblock. Something or someone apparently doesn't want you to continue down the path you're on. Perhaps he or she is scared that you're going to discover a whole new passion in life that they don't necessarily agree with. Don't forget who is running. You show. You and no one else. Oh, your show, sorry. You and no one else. This is, like, very ominous. Wait, where did you get this from? Is it BuzzFeed or...? Nohoroscope.com. I thought that was a pretty good source for... (laughs) The premier source for all your horoscope needs. Yeah, so I'm going to read mine now. It's Pisces. 
So it says, when it comes to romance, your body is apt to turn to jelly today. Okay. Um, you may be so emotional that you can't function. That's love. And even though it can be heavenly, it can also be debilitating. You could deliberate for hours about an issue because you don't want to make a move without your partner's input. If you don't have a romantic partner now, find one soon, but not today. These are all about love. Wow. Okay, then. Uh, that was... They're all about romance. Yeah, I think I like, can't relate. Yeah, I'm like, well, I'm alone, so... <laughs> Yeah, I feel like most horoscopes, like, people just go for usually love... Rel- like, the only yeah. times I've read horoscopes are usually, like, Cosmo or, like, exactly. like trashy magazines and stuff. It's like, what sign will I be compatible with? Exactly. <laughs> but we can just segue into our next topic. As- well, it's the same we're, topic, we're astrology. Here, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're here. We are parked and ready to discuss astrology. So Merriam-Webster defines it as the divination of the supposed influences of the stars and planets on human affairs and terrestrial events by their positions and aspects. So basically, like, how stars influence life. It was written in the stars. Life. Exactly. I love astrology so much. I have a lot of books on astrology, actually. <laughs> Quirky. <laughs> yeah. yeah so, not like all the other girls. Yeah. So some people confuse it with astronomy, which it shouldn't be, because apparently at one time the words were synonymous, but not anymore, because astronomy is the study of objects and matter outside of the Earth's atmosphere. So basically just like, oh, that's a star. It's made of gas. I don't actually know that it's made out of gas, right? Yeah, fusing together. Exactly. And then I actually had to drop out of my astronomy class because I was really bad at it. Rip, rip discovering the universe. But yeah, while astrology is just divination of how the stars and planets influence our lives. So basically, astronomy is a science and astrology is not a science. Okay, so a few fun facts about astrology. Apparently, a third of Americans believe in astrology. I'm not I surprised do. by that statistic. Do you actually believe in yeah, astrology? Yeah, a third of Americans? Like yeah. I said, I am obsessed with astrology. Like, astrology is my jam. And 75% of astrologists are women, according to a study by steric.com. So, you're, you're a number Star one. IQ. Star IQ. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and the words astrology and horoscope are the most searched topics in the internet, according to a 1999 study by searchterms.com. That's actually pretty old. uh, (laughs) Yeah, that's really, really bad data. I mean, yeah, there probably wasn't much on the internet (laughs) to look for. I can't. So you would just search for your horoscope. (laughs) Yeah. People, that's probably like the first Google search. I wouldn't be surprised that's like the first search. I'd be curious as to what the first Google search was. Yeah. Wait, so you believe in it? I mean, it's one of those things like. I know, like, from, like, the psychological perspective, there's that whole, like, phenomenon. Like, obviously, like, you just make it general enough that it applies to everyone. So maybe I don't believe in it. I liked, I want it to be real. Kind of, like, I don't know. I feel I, there's, like, confirmation bias with astrology. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, and I just, I, I get I get that. Like, I get that it's probably not real. But in my soul, I want it to be real. And I love to read horoscopes. And I love to be like, wow, this is going to be my week. Like, here we go. Like... <laughs> Watch out for danger. Like, I don't know. It's just fun for me. And I used, I'm not as into it now, but back, like, in high school, like, I would love to follow, like, astrology, like, Tumblr pages. Oh, they even wow. had my phone for, like, a day. Oh. And then I was like, I can't keep up. But, yeah. I think it's fun. I think it's fun to, like, analyze personalities based on, like, yeah. what your sign is. I just like the tweets that are, like, like these signs are like this yeah. and these signs are that or whatever. Yeah, those are fun. What about you, Santiago? Do you believe in it? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I mean, just looking at the stars, I don't think a lot can be told, but that's just me. I, I mean, I definitely support your your beliefs. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Safe space here at After Practice. <laughs> yeah. 
What about you, Daniel? Do you have any, like, input on astrology or... Uh, I don't personally believe in it. Uh, I don't think that stars thousands and thousands and millions and billions of miles away can really influence what you do in your everyday life. But I feel like because you're looking for whatever the horoscope is happening during the day, you'll be more aware of your surroundings when it happens. There's a phenomenon called the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon. That's it. I was trying to think of the word. When you notice something, like, say you buy a new car, say you buy, like, I don't know, a Corvette or something, you'll start noticing Corvettes around every corner because you're interested in that car. And so even though there's no direct change in the amount of cars you see, you start noticing them more. So if you mm. put your effort into thinking, oh, I'm going to fall in love today or, or I'm going to meet the person of my dreams today, you're going to physically look at every single conversation, every single eye you catch and think about that situation. So I think that's it's a self-fulfilling prophecy in that yeah. regard. I love Bader Meinhof. It's so cool. <laughs> like you learn a new word and then suddenly you like read a book and it's like you read a book and it's on TV and it's like in an article like it's everywhere. I feel that with like things you like start liking in terms of like um, movies or like Queer Eye for example, I did not know about it and then I watched it and then it just kept popping up everywhere and I was like, wow, everyone watches it, but apparently not according to the woman on Maple Street that had no idea what I was talking about. Anyway, Melissa, what about you? What's your take um, on astrology? Let me think. I don't really believe it. Um, yeah, I don't really believe it. <laughs> I think it's fun for sure. So in Eustace High, we had like a school newspaper for like a year, and I actually wrote the uh, you know the horoscopes. So you it. just came up with them? Yes. <laughs> Did you like base them off like the archetypes that like belong to? I for sure. I was really into the archetypes, you know, like oh, like oh, you're such a Pisces or oh, yeah. you're such a. So I, I thought you're just writing like uh, just today. You're just gonna like oh well okay. Yeah, I because I have like I have a book and it's like it goes through each star sign and it's like okay like the Aries woman, the Aries man, like the Aries adolescent. The Aries in relationships, the Aries in, like, romantic relationships or Aries in friendships, and it's so fun to read through them all, and, like, it's just, it's so exciting. Yeah. I don't know. Do, um, I was so into do it. Do different horoscopes have, like, different, like, compatibilities? Yeah. yeah. Yes, for sure. And then there's also... I just know everyone hates Capricorns for some reason. No, I, that's Scorpio. <laughs> it's oh, Scorpio. Scorpio. Capricorns Scorpios. are cool. We're cool with you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And then also, I always, like, do, do you guys know your, like, star sign? Like, your star sign is, like, your, like main one and then you have your rising sign and then you have your moon sign what what are you talking about you have no idea what you're talking about you know i actually kind of know about this yeah your star sign when you are born in like december your the star sign the sun is in capricorn which means the sun is actually blocking the capricorn constellation so you have an opposite sign the one that the uh the moon is actually in so my moon sign is cancer and then my rising sign is aquarius so is it just like all pisces have the same no, it's based on where, what time you were born, like what time of day, and like geologically where you were, cause that, cause the moon's in different places in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the the rising is like where it's like the constellations like rising over like the earth. Wow. And they have different impacts of your personality. Like your star signs, like your more like your primary personality, and your moon sign is like I'm pretty sure is like your more like internal self. And then I, I can't remember, like... I want to know this. Yeah, me I too. I asked my mom what time I was born. You don't know what time you were born? My mom said it was early morning. I think so I was born at, like, 4 a.m. I, I was remember. Me too. I was born at 4 a.m. exactly. 4 a.m. If you know, you know. And your... Oh, I just looked it up. Your rising sign is more of, like, how you appear to others. 
So like, mm. so your moon signs like your inner like inner self, your rising signs like your personality like that others perceive you as and like your looks, mm-hmm. and then sun sign is just like your overall situation. So this is our sun sign, like the ones we just read. Yeah, out. horoscopes are usually based on just your sun sign. Gotcha. Star sign. Star star sign. Yeah. Okay. Wow, this is a lot of. I didn't know there was so much. <laughs> and so much and technically, we all like. Then you can see like where where was Mercury when you were born? And then you have a Mercury sign. You have a like a a Mars sign. Yeah. What's like, the whole retrograde thing? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I was gonna. Oh, I should have looked this up. The retrograde because that's when it's like leaving. Oh. Right. And I don't remember exactly what that means. Should have done more research. It's fine. Well, that's that's like the planets retrograde yeah. So I I'm taking astron uh, astronomy now. So hopefully I get in this right. I need to know this. Um, <laughs> the retrograde motion of the planets. You usually see the planets going in one direction, but every once in a while they kind of like go backwards. And so early astronomers thought that they uh, would loop, like do like oh. circles, and then kind of like do like a little loop to loop in their <laughs> circle orbit around the Earth. But in actuality, it's because the Earth is now passing the uh, planet. Yeah. So the Earth is going like to the right, and the planet relatively is going to the left, and that's what causes the retrograde motion. Oh. And it says that the areas that a retrograde planet rules can become weak, so that it can make like life a little more difficult during that cycle. This and makes so much more sense. And I understand, like, all the tweets making fun of, like, horoscopes so much more. Yeah, like, when people complain that, like, we're in, like, a Mercury retrograde, that's, like, people argue more, and there's more misunderstandings, and, like, uh. cars break down. Like, when things are, like, when Mercury's, like, in retrograde, like, things go bad. So astrology is more than just, like, your horoscope. Like, <laughs> more than meets the eye. <laughs> Reagan just, like, is convinced. I love it. It's so interesting. Or, like, Venus yeah. is, like, your, it's, like, love. So, like, when it's in retrograde, relate, people break up and, like, relationships are hard. Are the are the Chinese years, like, I am a year of the dog. Is that related year, to this or no? Well, I'm, we're born the same year. I think I'm, I'm year of the tiger, I'm sorry. year of the tiger, yeah. yeah. Tiger, sorry, my mom's year of the dog. Is that related to star stuff? Or is that just, like, their calendar um, year thing? I think it's just a calendar yeah. based on yeah, the legend. I think it's a oh, okay. separate... Lore. Separate lore. Okay. Let's move on to crystals. Crystal. Crystal. Crystals. <laughs> that was really loud. Oh god. So loud. Um. So I yeah. don't know a lot about crystals. I though. don't know either. A, I didn't know they relied on moon energy. Me neither. We really? went to that crystal shop last year in Gainesville, and there was actually like a class, and it would like teach you all about like crystal lore. And I wanted to take it so bad, but it was like really inconvenient. Yeah. Like they're they're so interesting. So according to Muse blog, <laughs> so it says. One of our favorite pastimes is dancing in the moonlight, twirling and whirling under a sparkling sky, letting our inner wild child come to play. <laughs> Relatable. So it says, basically, I'm just going to sum it up because it's pretty long, but, you know, there's some times when you feel energetically drained because of life, and then at these times when you're feeling low, your inner spirit weeps and you desperately miss the sun's warmth. Luckily, there are a few ways we can connect to the moon and the stars in order to realign our mind, body, and spirit rather than, let, rather than letting the energy vampires of the world continue to suck our liveliness away. Yikes. We didn't include that in our vampires episode. <laughs> we should have added a little segment on energy vampires. So basically, like, the crystals, your astrology crystals can kind of help you connect to ancient wisdom they've acquired through the, their internal lives and... You can pair them with the crystals that are paired to your zodiac sign to gain insight along your journey. 
Where did he find this book? So it matches with astrology? Yeah. So I basically just Googled, like, crystals, what's the deal? And then this, this, like, very groovy-looking website showed up. It's called Energy Muse Blog. So I... Because crystals are just, like, geological formations. Yeah. Technically. But I... I don't know. There's, like, lots of people. It's very big in, like, the hipster greeny scene, I feel... I bought a bracelet that has, I think it's am- amethyst. Is that how you pronounce that? Amethyst. Yeah. And it's supposed to, like, what? It's purple. Yeah, this one here. And it's supposed to, like, take out toxic energies and, like, help me realign myself. I don't know if it's working because I'm stressed <laughs> <laughs> most of the time, but, hey, maybe it is. Yeah, like, I guess depending, because I'm not sure if that's my, I don't know. I have a birthstone, because you know the birthstones that you get, like, based on your month? I'm a diamond. You're a diamond. <laughs> Diamonds count as birthdays. Yeah. Are you born damn. in February? Yeah. Oh, me too. I have a, pr- a, oh, I have a purple cute. stone. That's all I know. I don't know what type I of I lucked out. I got bougie with my yeah. birthstone. <laughs> you can be like, buy me birthstones. <laughs> diamonds. But yeah, I'm not really sure like how they connect because... So, so I guess you were saying they like connect with like astrology and that's like based on like your... What month you were born. Yeah, but, but I just but didn't get like what a stone... Has. what a birthstone means so i always thought that was just like a symbol like every month was just assigned a stone i didn't realize that it was like actually had powers within yeah so apparently some people used it for crystal healing with like amulets and stuff that were discovered apparently thirty thousand years ago and there's reference to the use of crystals for magic formulas and most of the terminology that's used today comes from ancient greece but that's the thing like I don't understand why people believe in it, because it's, like, back in the day, in ancient Greece, there was also, like, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, because, like, like, they they were just coming up with ways to explain the world. Exactly. They didn't actually, they didn't have the way we explain the world. Yeah, you know? so now, like... And that's probably why crystals aren't as mainstream, because yeah. we have other ways to explain natural phenomena or just the facts of life. Yeah. And uh, I think... Back in the day, in antiquity. Back in the day. Back in antiquity, like, yeah. we had other ways to, like, describe it. And it's interesting because it's, like, one of those things, like, kind of like we were talking about in, like, our conspiracy episode. We could all be wrong, you know? <laughs> no one could be right. True. So it's just, it's, like, fun to look and, like, play devil's advocate. Yeah. And kind of look at some older styles of, like, explaining our world. And uh, maybe they're not regarded as, like, exactly how... It, they're not regarded as correct, quote-unquote. Yeah. But it's just fun to, like experience it you know because there were people that genuinely believed it and we genuinely believe in like hard natural sciences so like who's to say you know it's just fun i don't know yeah i think most of the times that was it was used was for like healing purposes um and now i guess like the healing traits have just kind of developed into like a more metaphorical healing like because we have western medicine now and people are like obviously like that works too and so yeah exactly so do daniel do you know anything about crystals or like do you know how they're used a little bit not at all i know (laughs) that they can resonate that the belief is that they resonate energies and that it's supposed to realign yourself and negative energies get like sucked into the crystal because of its lattice structure and stuff like that but Mm -hmm. i don't know much about like the actual healing things about it do you, do you know if, like, chakras and all of that, if they use crystals? Like, the like the realignment of chakras and all that jazz? So that's, like, in your person, right? Yeah, but, like, do, can you use crystals to, like, help with that realignment? Because, like, I know you have, like, different points in your body. Yeah. I know, like, different pressure points for, like, acupuncture. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, like, different energy flows. And that's one of the, uh, one of the alternative medicines that are practiced more 
and more lately with uh, Western medicine is yeah. that it's I don't know how Western medicine is describing it, but like there are different like energy points along the body that when activated would stimulate different like responses in the body. Yeah. And I know those are actually like being used in some areas for yeah. an effect. Yeah, I've seen acupuncture quite a lot. I'm kind of scared of acupuncture. Like, I want to try it, but I also, like, am scared. I don't know. I know someone who, like, legitimately believed in acupuncture. Like, she would get, like, a cold, and her mom would send her to, like, go get acupuncture Get punked. And she was like, I believe it works. Like, and it's it's kind of... But, yeah, like, it's it's hard to say, like, whether you just naturally get better or whether it's the acupuncture getting better or... You know what I mean? How much of it is, like, a mind thing? Yeah, like, like, mind over matter. Like, I feel like the human body can do a lot... Yeah. By just thinking that you're getting better. Or it could be completely legit. Like, it's hard to say. I'm no yeah, scientist. We don't know. <laughs> we're no, we're, we're, yeah. Scientist is like the, mo- the closest thing we have to a scientist here. Closest thing. I'm not a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> so, Daniel, you brought some crystals with you today, right? Yeah, I did. For a big reveal. Well, I unboxing. am a bad person Ooh. because I've forgotten a couple of their, uh, their names. But That's I got, okay. I got a big box here. For the listeners out there... Daniel just brought a, a big wooden box. It's pretty cool. It's very yeah. really intricate. Where'd learning. you get this box? Uh, my dad gave it to me when he figured out, found out that I was doing tarot cards. He's like, you need a cool box to like take the tarot <laughs> Let cards Let me hook out you up of. with the cool box. So we got, yeah, no, I'm a very amateur at this. So what I do have is brown onyx. It's, uh, I relate it to the earth. I relate it to a stabilizing element. It's in the shape of an obelisk. Yeah, I was going to ask, is it like, why is it shaped that um, way? Obelisks, uh, it's... A pyramid at the top of, I think, a trapezoid. So it's a very stable structure. Triangles are the most stable architectural structures besides arches. So hmm. it's a very stable, grounded structure. Uh, I believe, I forget the name of this one. It's cryosite or something. Uh, I relate it to air. So the we'll get into the different suits um, of tarot cards later, but that's the air. It's a large, also obelisk, but a little bit pointed triangle at the top. And this uh, one's white yeah, and kind of, nice like, sparkly. <laughs> like a diamond. Just, just for our listeners so they can get yeah. an idea of if what they If you follow like. us on yeah, we'll, After Practice Podcast We'll post on them all on Instagram so you can go see them. <laughs> believe this is an amethyst geode. If not, it's a rose quartz. So amethyst, water. It's uh, very flowing, very uh, very nice. It's a, pretty much a rock with a bunch of... What color is this? That's like, white, so. that's like periwinkle. Periwinkle crystals periwinkle's inside. Periwinkle's a inside. color. Yeah. And then I've completely forgotten the name of this one. It is a whitish rock with red brown, uh, reddish brownish um, crystals at the top of a geode. So yeah, those are my rocks. I uh, equate each, uh, each one of them to a different element. You have onyx or earth, cryosite for air, periwinkle, uh, amethyst, or what's the word? Pink, quartz, rose quartz for water, and then fire with the orange one, which I will have to figure out what it was. And all those lining up helps you get a better tarot card reading, I believe. I did not know that there was, like, crystal associated with tarot card readings. Yeah, I never knew until just now. I'm kind of, of like, winging it, and I do it myself because I thought it would be cool. So, Like your own... It's my own style. Your own spin on tarot cards. Wait, where did you learn? A bunch of different websites. I try to make sure that, like, not one website or one book. I also have a book. I try to learn as much as possible and, like, correlate each one so that if two... Like, every card has a general idea of what you're supposed to read, and that's the way I kind of learned. I didn't try to go for one specific uh, learning. Cool. So I guess this kind of segues us into our next topic, tarot Tarot cards cards slash readings. Is it 
like, because there's different, like, it's tarot readings, because you can do other things, right? Yeah. Like, not just cards. Tarot cards was um, originally a playing card game in Eastern Europe. Then a bunch of occult-loving, uh, like, aristocrats decided to take it over and make it into their own form of fortune-telling. The occult actually isn't, like, it gets a bad rap, because occult, its root word is actually hidden. It's not, it doesn't mean, you know, like, antichrist or bad or satanism or whatever. It just means hidden, and it's because... During the medieval times, uh, you had to hide these things because they were associated with the Antichrist and Satan and things. So, you know, pagan rituals, tarot card reading, it was all kind of frowned upon, but I find them very interesting. So a bunch of aristocracy and a bunch of people took the tarot cards, uh, was once a original playing card game, into a more fortune-telling, fun kind of aspect of it. That's really cool. I, that is cool. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, me neither. So according to BiddyTarot.com, it says that tarot is the storybook of our life, the mirror to our soul, and the key to our inner wisdom. Is that an accurate statement? You could say that, yeah. There are different ways you could you can read the cards. You can read your future. Um, you can read your general being. You can read the, the way a situation might play out for you. And you can read like your inner self and how you are as a person. When I got my cards read in New Orleans, I asked for myself as a person, and she told me I needed to de-stress my life, I needed to cut people out that were stressing me out, and things like that. So, like, more about me, less about situations that I'm in. I feel like that's, like, a better... You know what I mean? Well, I guess it kind of plays into what we were saying about, like, confirmation bias, and, like, you're, like... Because everyone needs to de-stress, and everyone needs to... But I think, like, when it comes to those readings, like... I, well, I guess, I don't know, because we have a little special surprise later on um, in the podcast, but, like, if I got a reading, i want to do, like, more internal reflection, because yeah. that kind of spreads out into the, you know what I mean? Versus, like, yeah, just one event, yeah. and it's like, you, I want to be able to apply it to, to my more, life. more things in my life, yeah. yeah. So, it says here, according to my research, there are 78 cards in each deck, and each one has its own story, imagery, and symbolism. Yeah, there are 78 cards, Um, 22 are the major arcana, and 56 are the minor arcana. You can think of the minor arcana as the four suits of this playing card deck, and the major arcana as the face cards. Okay. So your four suits, you have wands, pentacles, swords, and cups. Each one represents a different aspect of the human personality and a different element as well. Wands are representative of passion, heated emotion, and fire. Swords are representative of air. And your intellect, your sharp wits, your um, the way your logic. Cups represent water and your relationships to people around you. And then pentacles represent earth and your more material aspect of your life, economics or like material goods, material wealth. Yeah. So, um, so how long have you been like doing tarot readings? I started learning about tarot cards about a year ago. I'm not very good at it. I've only done handful of tarot cards, maybe 20 readings, 20, 30 readings. But it's, I, every once in a while, I just kind of like gauge a situation. I ask my friends if they want to get it read and it usually works out pretty well. Oh, also there's a difference between major and minor arcana is that the major arcana usually represent a large impact on the reading. Those are the ones you think of when you think of tarot cards, you think of death, you think of the tower, the world, you think of, uh, you know, the magician. And those are the only named, like, they have actual names on their mm-hmm. cards. 
And when you get one of those in your reading, it usually signifies a greater a greater meaning to the reading than just your standard reading. So you don't separate them when you're, like, they're all shuffled in together? Yeah, I, I shuffle them all together. I have the player or the reader read E, cut the deck, okay. and choose their cards. So and, could you end up not getting, like, any major arcana cards, like, in your... Yeah, that's very possible. It's How many cards do you pick out? Um, the way I do it, there are many different ways. You have the Celtic Cross, where you pick out, I believe, seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven cards, yeah. And that reads much deeper than what I usually read. I usually just read three. Mm. And I can either go past, present, future, or just, like, the general aspect of a person. Cool. So we were wondering if you would be willing to read our tarot cards. I would be happy to. Great. Yay. So that's exciting. Who wants to go first? So I'm going to start with the reading. Yes, this is exciting. All right, so I keep my cards in a pouch with Yggdrasil um, on the set, on the uh, on the front. I think I said that right. Oh, it it's like the it's the world tree in the Nordic religion in Odin and Thor and all that. It's the basis of the story. I believe is that the tree is the universe, and each branch is a different like world. And our world is on on it. So everything flows into one tree. Everything flows into life. And I feel like since I'm combining everything else, I might as well combine. A little bit of mythology into the uh, tarot card reading. So, if you could hand me my crystals, please. I'm yes. going to place the crystals in four Ooh. cardinal locations in Exciting. order to increase the energy and all that. The vibes. I personally don't believe in uh, tarot card readings. I just think it's fun to do this because okay. it's super fun. So, the way I chaotic. usually... Chaotic. What would this be? Chaotic. Neutral. Neutral. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the club. <laughs> the way I usually do tarot card readings is that I shuffle it once. And then I have the person who's getting red cut the deck wherever they want. Cut the, like, in half, right? Uh, wherever you want. It doesn't have wherever to be in half. It doesn't have to be... A nice shallow cut. And then I place it on top. I then spread the cards across the silk with the, with the crystals covering. Usually, if it is a small table, I cover it twice. In this <laughs> case, I cover it extra small <laughs> three times. And so in this case, I do it three times. Now pick three cards, any cards you want. Do I pull them out? Yes. What actually? Before we say, what are you? What do you want? Do you want a general person? Do you have a situation that you're in that you want to like think more about? Let's do a general person. All right, general <laughs> kind person. Of, if I was like, yeah, I just don't believe. I feel like I do inner person, and then I'm like, tell me my future. All right. Okay. Pick three cards, any cards. I'm gonna choose this one. Okay, so she's picked three cards in general random order. The way Quirky I order. the way I do a uh, person I haven't done it in quite a while so bear with me um, is I do first mind second body and then third soul so in the order that you picked we have dang death <laughs> <laughs> the three the four of swords and the You're six dead of pentacles now. True. People think death is a bad omen. It actually isn't. The one you should be worried about is the tower. Um, death itself means change. Okay. That's all it means. So, so you said body, like body mind, and spirit? Yeah, body, mind, and... Uh, no, mind, body, spirit. Mind, sorry. body, spirit. <laughs> so, so your mind's going to change. So in your like general like now, you're going to be changing your mind about something. Something doesn't have to be serious, doesn't have to be... Like that deep, <laughs> not influential, but yeah, you're changing your mind about something pretty, pretty soon. Um, okay. It's gonna be something, something big. Your body is the four of swords. 
on depicted on the four swords is a tomb, a sarcophagus, um, one sword underneath with three swords above, but the uh, sarcophagus is open a little bit. So the way I'm reading this card is that you're going to be changing your body in the sense that it's it's going to undergo an, a rebirth. It's going to undergo a renewal. Something's going to change where you're going to exhibit something more than you have before in your life. And your soul is the Six of Pentacles. This is a um, it is a man giving a wealthy man with a balance, not a unlike scale. yeah a scale, not unlike uh, the Lady Justice's scale, handing out pennies to the to the poor. <laughs> so your soul is very virtuous, very um, generous. What can I say? <laughs> and that's uh, that's what I got for you. Ooh. Like I said, it's the way I read tarot cards is that I just look at the pictures because the pictures are really pretty, and then I infer what they mean from there. Okay. There are all sorts of different pictures, but the way you can read them is also some people read them if they're inverted, they mean a different thing. So you know, if I have say uh, the nine of swords, which is a man waking up with swords above his bed, and he looks you know aghast from a nightmare. If that's inverted, it could be a whole different thing. How he's uh, how you're going to overcome obstacles okay. in your life. Oh, so if you lay it out on the table and it's it's happens to be upside down, yeah. that changes yeah. That could change the reading, yeah. Interesting. Ooh. I like that. That's cool. So, I'm yeah. totally doing that confirmation bias thing in my head right now. I'm like, this explains like this, this, and hey. this. Hey, you're changing. Your mind's changing. Yeah, exactly. Hey. This is the day I become like an astrology tarot reading believer. Change my mind. So, Sandy, the way I'm going to do this for you so we can, uh, so we don't... Wait, give me a second. Oh, okay, Switch we are. Oh, yeah. Switch All right. You want? I got death in my life, Jesus. <laughs> the kidding. worst one you want is the tower because it represents the Tower of Babel, oh. and it's just an absolute like chaos. People jumping out of the tower, lightning and fire and brimstone, and we don't stand. That means destruction. The tower. That means oh, destruction. That me means away. something you do not want to have. Oh my god, I'm really scared. I'm gonna get it. <laughs> it is a one in seventy-eight chance. It's a one in seventy-eight chance. That that means like if you get it, you that, like, screwed. That you deserve it. Like you know what I mean. <laughs> Like, that means it was meant to be, because it's such a don't small chance. Don't say that, Reagan. Watch me get it. It means it's meant to be. I don't know why. I'm not here to make assumptions. Not uh -huh. here for the negative vibes. But All right, it can Sonny. happen. Oh, what I'm scared. Do you, what do you want? Um, The same thing that Erica got. Mind, body, soul? Yep. Okay. Okay. Cut the deck every, however We're you want. do it right here. All right. You're such a coffee cat. I did the opposite. You did the opposite. Erica cut it really deep, and Santi cut it, like, at the very top. I'm sorry, Silk, I'm going to have to move you a little bit. I can't decide whether I want past, present, future, or the future. The mind, body, soul. I, I think both. mind, body, soul. Oh, oh no, Christmas. My aura. My tower. <laughs> All right, Sonny, if you would please pick Sonny's three cards. Tower. I'm actually so scared if you I'm get really it. scared. Someone like tower. Sister scared. Sister spooked. Drum roll. Drum roll, please, as he shuffles the cards. Sandy's going to die. <laughs> no, I'll be so sad. Okay. First, mind is justice. Second, body is the hanged man. Damn. Magic. Third <laughs> is the. You just got three major arcana. Oh! Is, is that a bad thing? Is no, that a good that thing? No, that just means that it's a very, it's a very intense. Um, Jackpot. Sandy's an intense person. So if he's not. <laughs> the mind is justice. You're a very just. You're you have a very good sense of justice. A very good Awful sense of neutral. morality. <laughs> Wait, what so, was Sandy? He's a very good sense of justice. A good sense of morality. He knows what's right and wrong, oh, and he will make he an did. effort to 
make sure that um, that is carried out. Sounds a good person. His body represents the hanged man. The hanged man is a man who is upside down, hanging from a tree, a cross tree. So it represents self-sacrifice, like the not the ultimate sacrifice, but very Seem like a pretty good person. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> you're so you're like you're, you're right going now. to you're either you either have or going to be um, sacrificing something for the good of others. Huh? You're going to be like oh, you're a very wow. good person. I don't know, man. Uh, your soul is your soul represented by the emperor. It is the most masculine card of the of the deck. Wow. <laughs> hey, go on too much. The empress, the empress is the most feminine card of the deck. So you, it has a yin yang balance of it. You're going to see your soul is going to be seeing a great um, what's the word, like a grounding effect. You're uh-huh. going to be you're spiritually going to be grounded and completed more in the uh, in the future. I seem like so, a wow. person. This is actually I'm Sanji complete. just got like super Wait, wholesome up. I wanna take a picture of this now. The <laughs> actual uh, photographic evidence that like, <laughs> like look I am a good person. Yeah, but then like on your Tinder like um <laughs> according to my readings According to your readings, you are one top-notch dude. Wow. Oh, we already person. knew that though. We stand Santi. Go Santiago. We love him. Alright. All right. I'm next. Do a little musical chair Ooh, segment. Thing over here. So what do you want? Okay, I want the same thing they've had. Mind, Even body, soul. I was tempted to do the other, but I, I'm just curious. Do the other one, do the other one. Can we do like we multiples? Do two and I two. can do multiples. I just can't do the same thing um, twice because then the stars will get, or the cards will get mad at me. So like I couldn't do mind, body, soul twice. No, you could not. Yeah, because They'd get cheating. mad and then it would be, then it would be just a terrible, terrible reading. We can't have you that. You get three, um, Three Babel Tower. I would babies. literally, they would like, there's only one in the deck, but three of them would disappear. <laughs> exactly. That was the best spread I did all night. Okay. Oh, that's good. Please pick three. Okay. I really just want Regan to get the tower just for like no, the sake of the why content. Do so I'm doing something crazy. I'm picking three in the row because I'm just feeling the vibes. Ooh, quirky. Not yeah. like all the other girls. The cards choose you. You don't choose. I was them. feeling the vibes, you know? Mind, the King of Swords. It's upside Body, down. The three of. <laughs> Wands and soul, the Tower. knight of wands. Ooh, lots of wands. So, king of swords. Um, inversion, I don't do inversion because I'm not in tuned enough to understand the inversions. Okay. So I'm just going to switch it. Sorry, viewers. Hearers. <laughs> um, <laughs> king of swords, you, mind is very well honed right now. You're very sharp. I do not feel that way. Swords represent logic and air, so... The King of Swords is the quote-unquote face card of the Swords deck. Represents a very gung-ho and strong-minded opinion okay. of yourself. Not of yourself. Of like, myself? No, no, oh. no. Opinion like yourself is you have a very sharp, strong mind that you have. Okay. Um, your body is the Three of Wands. It is a man overlooking a, a vast plain with three wands in a emperor's crown and robe. So your body uh, can... It has great... Potential. Oh man! Oh wow! Great, That's rough to hear. Like, <laughs> not no, not necessarily a bad thing. Like the man has already completed three of the four pillars. You're okay. almost. Oh, but you're it's at like the very it's, precipice. It's like rough to hear because you know that like that I could be something great, but here I am. You can't. You have you. Solid you have average. greatness within you. I'm close. No. Okay, that gives me hope. Actually, that's good to know. The, you got this ring. And I'm finally, close. finally, the soul is the knight of wands. It's the knight is a adolescent. Fiery Quirky individual. Quirky teen, yeah. So right You're now, a wizard, Harry. right now your soul is a flame. It's on fire. It is rearing to go that's out in the good. world. And Retweet. 
it's rearing to go. It's rearing to like complete itself and find itself. This could be considered foolhardy in some senses, but also could be uh, considered romantic in others. Um, so just so you can ask those people out. <laughs> oh yeah, perfect. Pretty much, yeah. You're spiritually like ready to go. You're you are very in tune with your spiritual self, and it's a very, um, I guess, flowing and uh, not flowing because that would be cups. Knight of Wands would be like a fiery like like uh, tempest storm. Like you are like ready. You are ready to go. I am ready to go spiritually. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I really like that. That was fun. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now Melissa. That was fun. I want to take a pic. Oh, too late. Oh well. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay. Should I do past, present, future? Change it listeners? up. I yeah. I said yeah. Just just okay. switch it up. You got you got you got stuck with the not really. Sorry. Choice. Yeah. Choice. It's a I mean, scary if, choice. We could always do double up though. If you wanted, if you wanted to, your mind. No, yeah. Do soul. both. Do both then. All right. You know. For the listeners out there, I'll take it and I'll do past, present, future. Okay. okay. So cut the deck wherever you want. Tower. Just kidding. Wow, she did it straight in the center. This is just a general sense of you, past, present, future. It's a little more wide scope than, like, a specific um, event. So big. Or a specific topic. <laughs> so please pick three. Just, just, you heard know, it here first, folks. What if the future is just one more day? It's just what? Oh, my God. Because you get the tower. <laughs> yes. But what if Melissa gets the tower? <laughs> I'm going to cry. Uh, I'm going mean, to have to watch Melissa for... We're all gonna get the tower. What ha- happened to us one day? You know, like we're all gonna die one day. Ooh. The towers all the towers just gonna hit us up at one point. Nice. Okay, you actually got a good read. Sorry. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> your past was the ten of cups. Cups represent water, like I said, and relationships. The ten of cups depicts a rainbow of cups. Um, overlooking a happy couple and two children. So in your past, oh, you've been wow. you've been quite happy with the relationships you've made, and you're feeling fulfillment. Wait, All right. past Melissa lives had two past, children. Past, um, past, like in the not past lives, but like in the past, like you know, oh, okay, okay. could be Melissa two months was ago. Married could be and had years two ago. children. That's what it means. She's keeping a secret. From your us. present is the three of pentacles. It is a reverent moment, and under a um, under the arch of a chapel, man and woman are together with another man. Uh, the way I read this card is that be careful where you spend your money in the present. <laughs> okay. Because um, these are set in stone, and uh, the way that you continue to grow is through, I'm careful, money and, like, monetary spending. Through this, you will be able to build something greater for yourself, so don't spend your money on frivolous things. Make sure that you're conscious about what you spend. You chose the wrong sport, Melissa. <laughs> Not not necessarily. If you chose it, you could tie it into fencing and be like, I choose to spend money on this sport so I better myself and I better, like, myself as a person and physically and mentally and stuff like that. Otherwise, you know, spending it on one, like, frivolous things, spending on multiple weekends drinking, multiple weekends partying or going to, you know, crazy um, amusement parks every weekend would not be in your best interest. All right. So no Disney for you, Melissa. Rip. Just moderation. Everything in moderation is what I'd say. And your future is the King of Wands. You're going to be seeing a very uh, fun time ahead. Um, Yay! Could be a man in your life. Could be some Ooh. man. It's not necessarily like passion, like love interest, but there could be some man in your life in the future that could lead to some very heated emotions. Interesting. Cool. That's what I got for there. So fun. I'm like so inspired by mine. I just am like ready to go out into the world and get my fourth pillar. Same. I'm like embracing death right now. (laughs) Well, 
thank you so much, Daniel, for joining us today. It was a pleasant, pleasant time. Yeah, it was really fun. You're welcome. I'm glad we had a successful experience with our first guest. It was so great. Yeah, we might be doing this more in the future. Um, Cool. Yeah, so if you haven't yet, you should check out our Instagram and Facebook, After Practice Podcast for both. Yeah. Yeah, so make sure to like us and follow us um, to if you want to see the crystals that we use today or, like, just more info about our podcast, feel free to follow us. Um, also, Daniel, where can our followers find you if they want uh, to find you? Any Instagram handle you want to plug or I anything? mean, if you want to follow a guy that never posts, my Instagram handle is McDanelds, <laughs> M-C-D-A-N-E-L-D-S. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, I guess, if you want. But <laughs> probably not. Just stick, just stick with Instagram, I guess. I don't really post much. I don't really do much. Okay. Cool. Well, that promo is there if you need it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. And um, tell us if you've enjoyed the episode. Yeah. Don't thanks, forget yeah. to rate and leave a comment on our Apple Play or Spotify or wherever you listen to. Yeah. So, thanks for tuning in. And we'll see you guys next week. Listen Bye. to you guys next week. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Bye.